I am not a werewolf, but I am your host, Scott O'Dell. I'm joined by special guest, Dryden. Dryden. Hi there. Dryden recorded the Spielcast. Not recorded, but you composed. Wrote, produced, recorded, I think, right? Everything. We're also joined by host, Cordy Jorgensen. Hi, Scott. Not a werewolf. And recurring special guest host, Shelby. Hello. How's it going, everyone? Specifically, Elijah Wood. How are you? <laughs> Did he ever tweet back at you? He didn't, but he'll be in Des Moines soon, um, which oh, is really close to Omaha. He could tweet back at you in real life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's that called? You just walk That's up to him. human interaction. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Seem, sounds horrible. Uh, do, you, do you just like walk up to him and just read your tweets to him? Oh, I think like, that would be the plan if in I were like to meet him. In like a crazy shouting voice? Because I don't yeah. think there's a non-crazy way to do that. I really want to come off as like relaxed, and I think that's the only way to do it, <laughs> is yeah. to yell at someone yeah. my tweets. Well, you know. Scott, we're back after like, well, it's probably a week between releases yeah. of this, but it's been like three days since we recorded yes. last. I haven't played a lot between the two. But we have a backlog of other games, right? Yes. yes. Um, so let's do what have you been drinking, or what have you been drinking? What, what are, are you drinking? drinking? Yes. Cody, what have you been drinking? Uh, well, I, I am drinking the same thing you are, and you're going to have to tell me what it's called. Because it basically, is. when it comes to beer, you just say it's good. And so I'm like, well, I'll have one of those then. Uh, and this is not an exception. What is this? This is North Coast Old Stock Cellar Reserved. So it's the, their Old Stock mm. Ale, but it's, it's aged in bourbon barrels. North Coast. Is that like... Like North Mon- Coast Montana? is one of the most. No, it's I think oh. in uh, North Carolina is one of the most prestigious breweries. Hmm. Frequently seen on Silicon Valley. Oh well. TJ Miller's, for those who get, for those who can afford HBO, I guess. <laughs> Fancy. There are other ways to watch it. Oh. Anyway, what do you think of the beer? It's great. It um it tastes like whiskey and beer, all in one, and it's strong. It's fourteen percent, so it's like having a hearty wine. It's like having a nice yeah. strong wine. Like a fortified wine? I'm drinking the same thing. It's really good. Shelby, what are you drinking? I'm drinking uh, some coconut milk. <laughs> <laughs> Lies. You're using, you have a special glass yeah, there. What is that? It's pink. It is pink. Well, it is coconut milk um, with a bit of cherry flavoring. And? Um, and there's no alcohol in here. Oh, actually. I this assumed is, that there was. It's, I know. It's, I just you wanted to glass. feel fancy. <laughs> um, but I did just finish a delicious Jedi mind trick. Laird. Loved it. Too delicious. I'm also a fan of that one. Thank you. So, for those of us who don't know, what is a Jedi mind trick? It says something and they wave their hand and then the other person repeats it back and they just like control their mind. That's about it. As in, you want to order a Jedi mind trick when you come to Spielbound. Right, exactly. And then people are like, I do. And you're like, thanks. I'm really more powerful <laughs> than I thought I was. Man, I really derailed the answer to that. I didn't think I would, but I did. I still don't know what's in a Jedi so, mind trick. Oh, yeah. So, some people have compared this to the unicorn, right? Um,. I don't know what that means. Oh, Starbucks had the unicorn drink for a while. Oh, oh they had the unicorn. Oh, we, like official it? name redacted. I, yeah, I didn't oh, yeah. know. Oops. I don't think that's... I thought... No, this is way better. Okay, well, that's yeah. good. It's way prettier, too. This is yeah. a layered drink. It's uh, strawberry and rum and blue lemonade. Because, um, you know, Star Wars because colors. Blue, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Bantha milk or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It is, except for there's no dairy in this, so you don't have to worry about rum and dairy together. Um, but yeah, it's layered and it's blended and it's delicious for a hot, hot day like today. Yeah, it's in the 90s today. It is. Rum is a good mixer it's for like a hot my day. Childhood. Dryden, what are you drinking? in the 90s. Or what did you drink? I had an iced coffee. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That That's is good. Answer. If anybody's never had that, uh, I highly recommend it. Very energizing. I don't know. Would you, would you recommend an iced coffee over an iced latte? That's a tough call. Get them both. I think it has a lot to do with personal preference. As many things do. Mm, true. All right, we're being we're being too uh, happy go lucky here. Let's let's What's move on to social media. Social media. Do we have a social media? Uh, no, but sounder? Bryce sent us an email. Oh, okay. No, I mean like, don't we don't we have a thing that we do when we go to social media, or we don't? We don't. Oh, okay. We didn't. We don't have a transition specifically oh, okay. for social media. We should hire somebody to make one of those. But then we would have to edit <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. There's Bryce says, "Hey guys, I'm afraid I have a correction for Jeff. What a surprise. Jeff screwed up." He, That's good. He's not here to defend he himself. He told Marcus that chicken cha cha is not a game, but it totally is. So Marcus would have won by even more because Marcus destroyed us. Chicken cha 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 is a game. Yes. Or is it cha cha? How many chas? There's three chas. Cha cha cha. Chicken cha 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 is a game. Oh, that it's, it's a real game. It has a it has a BGG page and everything. Well um, then, it's one of the rare Rio Grande kids games. He also said a fun fact about Senator. Which was another game we mentioned yes. during the game. The so we played a game last episode where we talked about the worst, the least liked games by famous designers. Yeah, the and worst, so that's what the worst are. rated. The worst rated games by famous designers. Um, so Kevin Wilson, who did Arkham Horror, uh, he says his worst game belongs to an elimina- a player elimination game called I Hate Zombies, which I have never heard of, and have mm. no. If Bryce thinks it's terrible, I have no desire to play it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Bryce I do does to, like a lot of games. Yeah, I do have to disagree with Bryce here, and my wife might too. Stefan Feld uh, has a game called It Happens, and he says it's a kid's game. Uh, and he says it's actually one of the better uh, parents uh, games parents can play with their kids. Uh, he says he thinks Feld's worst game is actually uh, Pillars of the Earth uh, Builder's Duel, and I actually really like it. My wife likes it too. We played it a lot. It's a two-player... Oh, two-player Pillars of the Earth. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't like the Pokemon coin flipping mechanism where you do have to flip a coin and oh I don't like chance so yeah well it's not it's not chance so much as like the this is the this is what you're gonna do like I don't know if you've ever played Agricola where you have the the world championship deck where you just get a deck and it's not like you're rolling to see what your output is it's like here now you're gonna take like these are your cards or whatever like oh. there's strategies no matter where the coin lands um Anyway, the real reason we're talking about Bryce is because Cody and I played uh, Amira with him, uh, and he was yes, upset we, did. we didn't talk about it. In the last he was. He, yes, he sent multiple messages about the omission of what have you been playing of Amira. Bryce and Shelby, have you heard of Amira? Bryce um, and Shelby, Dryden and Shelby, Dryden and Shelby. I'm sorry, I have only because I've seen you guys play it. Okay. Hmm. I have Dryden, have you? Ah, uh, there's a decent oh, chance okay. that I complained very uh very colorfully to dryden about this game so when we start describing it dryden might be like oh that one (laughs) (laughs) Um, i just know there has to do with like shirts there's a lot of shirts there was a lot of shirts i was running the i was running the shirt gambit 
Okay. Uh, it didn't work. I mean, are the we are we, are we going to talk yeah, about it? We'll talk about okay. it. I, t- I mean, Bryce requested we talk. I about it. I told Bryce that you intimated the reason we didn't talk about it was because you weren't super positive about the game. I, one, Bryce likes this game so much that he had well, his wife had a cake <laughs> with the box cover printed on it made. So we played it for his birthday, and he taught it. He demoed his obscure Bryce game uh, last weekend, and so. He clearly enjoys this game, and I believe he would say that there's a lot of tension and that it's a close game, and there's a decent amount of player interaction in the game. I just wouldn't agree, so I didn't want to talk about it. But so I'll, I'll, I'll do the theme, you do the mechanics. <laughs> okay. So in the theme of Amira, you play as a Persian prince, uh, and your goal is to have the best harem. Uh, and we call the people in our harems princesses. Because princesses, because you're a prince, so. Yeah, so they're princesses. Uh, and Is that the actual verbiage yes, of the game? Yes, this the is actual, the verbiage, of, actual the game, verbiage yeah. of the game. Is so, the word harem used in the rule book? Yes. Okay. Um, uh, Bryce has pointed out this game is designed by a woman, so for, for what that's worth. Um, anyway, the... The way you do that is by having the best whatever. So to, to attract princesses, you have to have the biggest, nicest palace, or you have to have status, or you have to have uh, good looks. Good looks or shirts. As is that I, not as, good looks? Well, no. It was one of the three things that gave you good looks. <laughs> okay. Was having right. the most shirts. Okay. <laughs> I have a yeah. lot of shirts. So, Cody, what, what, you want to talk about the mechanics a little bit? Or? Well, yeah. So there were some... It was it was an auction game, and I do like auction games, and it was, it was one of those punishing ones where everybody blind bids. Everyone blind bids. And then you spend everything you bid. So whoever bids the most gets to take the first action. So it's action selection on a board. Um, and so then that action is gone for everybody else. So if you really want something, you have to pony up for it. Um, and so you're you're bidding on actions every turn, and then you're taking these actions. And the actions are super simple. They're like pick up a new shirt or buy a camel or increase your palace size. Um and so there was a, a, a money generating thing at the end of your round. So so the game ends when somebody has, we all get a secret card and they had two in conditions. Everybody had the same, have six princesses in your palace or have four princesses with these four specific characteristics. Like, and I, now I'm quoting from the game, <laughs> like they were good at cleaning or good at cooking. Like... It really, I really had a hard time. The very, with this game. the very limited things that women can do. Exactly, I'm glad they it. Persian princesses apparently are very narrow skill set. Yeah, there was one that implied that they were good, um, keeping the bedroom up or whatever you want to say. Oh wow! Yeah, is there one that's good at wearing shirts? <laughs> I don't that's know. If, I don't probably. know if looking good was one for the women. That was definitely with the yeah. men. Yeah, the men had to look good. Wait, it was who about are we the attracting men. then? If it's not about making the woman look good. You're the attracting. men, the women are attracted to the men because the men look good. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. From from a feminist perspective, I mean, at least it's giving the women agency, and they get to choose yes. which prince they yes. go. With. That's true. <laughs> yes. However, their limited skill sets knock it down a few <laughs> points. They don't, however. So this is one issue I have with the game. They don't, however, get to choose uh, not to go to someone's. Oh. Like every round, a princess is put out, and she will end up in someone's harem. Uh, and the problem with that is sometimes a princess comes up and she doesn't she doesn't have the skill you want, so then you don't necessarily want her in your harem because not only do you have to have space for her by building a bigger thing, but you have to pay for every princess you have, you have to pay upkeep at um, the end of each round. Yeah, and so you, it costs money to keep these princesses happy, I guess. It does. Yes. 
It certainly does. Look on your face with that. <laughs> and so I got to the point where I, I, I had four princesses and only three of them were the symbols that I wanted. And so I uh, purposefully bankrupted myself by hiding my money, like investing my money so that I get it back later so that one of them would run away. So I actually got to hide money from my princesses, which felt a little dirty. Yeah. It, uh, I, I, there was There's this thing where I guess it was, there, it, it was feminist, but I think it looped so far around in feminism that it sort of like doubled back on itself and right. came full circle back to chauvinist again. It, yeah, it was... I, I was not particularly comfortable playing it. So let's uh, retheme it, Cody. Do you like the okay. game if it's rethemed to anything else? Well, there's a really big mechanic flaw, and that is we all just sat around waiting for the right combination of stuff yes. to show up. Like, there was a nice moment of of real intense, like combat for who's going to have the most of this or who's going to have the most of that and then yeah. like seven rounds after that somebody finally won like there was yes. a, but because and it was Bryce <laughs> yeah there was a moment where we were all okay if this card comes up I'm going to win and it, there it was everything was kind of close like there were two or three people fighting for each thing right. to be the most of um, but by the end of it, everybody had cemented what they were the most of. And I right. uh, was the most of nothing. Like I had little, I, there yeah, was I, no quality that I, I, I was the most attractive in. Not even shirts. <laughs> not even <laughs> shirts. No. <laughs> Bryce took over my shirt strategy. Yeah, I was he say, saw all my shirts and he bought a bunch of shirts. I think, I think you're being a little salty because you were by far the most handsome. You were the prettiest in all the way. You were the most handsome. <laughs> And then and Bryce, then Bryce this new young guy, got more his, shirts than you. There were three <laughs> things. I don't remember what they actually were, but their icons were shirts. Face. No, piercing eyes. Piercing eyes. Yeah, oh, yes, oh. yes. It was Because women care about the eyes. Blue steel situation. Yeah, it was just yeah. like one eyeball, like super zoomed in. <laughs> <laughs> now, it had a little bit of the brow, too. And a little brow and yeah. a little nose. Yeah. Yeah, that. <laughs> um, it was interesting because... Yeah, really quickly, I got to the point where I needed one one princess with the right symbol to come out to win, and then you were not far behind me. And then what happened was Bryce t overtook your lead, so then you were just playing like you couldn't win at that point, basically. Yes, like you correct. just had to sit there while the game was finishing uh -huh. out. And that's the worst um, feeling. I liked I liked I liked that a, like right away the mechanic the auction mechanic was good and it got us going and it made you think. Uh, it definitely dragged a little in the middle, and then by the end it was just like okay, like this game is overstaying its welcome. Yeah, like mm -hmm. uh, it's kind of how I felt about Princess of the Renaissance, which is another auction game that has some good mechanics, but just feels like it's way too long for what you're actually playing. Yeah. So there you go, Amira. Amira, 2006 release. Yeah. Obscure Bryce game of of last month. Yeah. There we go. I I think we got through it without being too offensive. I will find out eventually. Yeah. Uh, Dryden, what have you been playing? Uh, have you been playing anything? Is there anything you want to highlight you've been playing? I have I, I've played a couple things in the past couple weeks. Uh, and the the trend that I've noticed with myself is that I am going for really brazen strategies so, that I haven't ever done before. Usually I'm pretty careful. So I played Stone Age recently. I learned uh, Space Base mm -hmm. recently. And... Um, I guess we played a bunch of things. Timeline, we're playing Bling Bling Gemstone, some Seven Wonders, like, and then today we played Nusfjord. Mm-hmm. Who owns Bling Bling Gemstone? Spielbound owns Bling <laughs> Oh, you played here. Okay. I, played here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, I've never seen a copy of that game outside of Spielbound. Like, yeah. I, I love it. I just think it's so silly. 
Do you prefer it over Talk Talk Woodman? I have not played Talk Talk Woodman because I because I prefer Bling Bling Gemstone. I think so. I also prefer Bling Bling Gemstone. <laughs> well, the, the version we have here, and for those of you who don't know, Talk Talk Woodman and Bling Bling Gemstone are dexterity-based games where you hit a tree and you try to knock bark off. Mm-hmm. Um, the copy of Bling Bling we have is so loose because it's been hit so many times. Like it's not, it's not as nice as the newer copies of Talk Talk, which you know you actually have to. Right. You can't just randomly get lucky by hitting something. In other words, it takes mm-hmm. more skill. Yeah, there were a couple times when I hit it and like three things came off, and I was like, that wasn't intended. I'm not even sure how physics <laughs> bent around that one. Yeah, yeah. If you, <laughs> yeah. If you have small kids, Bling Bling might be better because you just random, random pieces pop off that aren't yeah. supposed to. Um, Shelby, we'll de- what have you been playing? We'll definitely talk about Space Base. Yeah. Um, Shelby, yeah. what have you been playing? A lot of Azul, which I believe has already been talked about. Yeah, we, well, like, we played it with right, you. and then, Just yeah, yeah, so much it. Azul. Um, also, Pandemic Season 2. Ooh. Um, pandemic Season 1. Did you finish Pandemic Season 1? Yeah, like a year or so ago. Oh, I see. But and I'm you're playing, playing it again, again. Oh, with okay. my family. And they were having a blast. And then Space Base. Been playing a lot of Space Base. You you think Azul holds up? Oh, yeah. I do. Um, I enjoy it a lot. So Marcus sent us this picture, which I obviously the listeners can't see. Yeah. It's a but, bunch of people oh, playing Azul. Oh, yeah, yeah. Marcus has uh, it a, looks pre- like a pretty a bunch big of, hand. A very tiny people playing Azul, as, I can <laughs> t- as it but appears. It's, apparently, it's giant Azul, and you just can't uh-huh. you can't comprehend how big it is oh, unless wow. you see Marcus's hand next to the pieces. Yeah. Yeah, they needed a like banana for scale. Each each individual player board is like a That's full-sized where like they get that? Stone Age game yeah. board. I want yeah. that. Where do you like get it? Is it played with giant stones? Yeah, I think it's I think he said it I think he said it's four x like it's four times bigger yeah wow. than the normal which doesn't game. sound like oh that's not that much bigger but like if you look at our copy of uh king domino it's too big mm-hmm. for most of our tables mm-hmm. um yeah my response was is that i was like is your hand giant or is is uh is that a giant copy of azul or is your hand small like is that a kid's <laughs> hand like i didn't realize that was marx's hand when i first saw the picture and i was like oh wait that's your hand um so should we talk about space space? He told space? Marcus he had small hands. I didn't know it was Marcus's hand. Like all I see is a hand. Baby I didn't know if it was Marcus. a child's hand. Yeah. <laughs> and then I saw Nick's in the background of the picture. So then there you go. Yeah. So space space is uh, the. Have we talked about it? I don't even know if we've talked. I don't about think we, it. Ha- we haven't talked about it at all. Uh, Who loves space space? I love space Yay. space. So much. I like it. All right. Uh, How do you feel about space space? It's it's all right. Shelby, why do you love That's space okay. space? We need Since a you're contrarian. the most. Since you're the most positive <laughs> about it. Um, I like it because it's like Splendor and Machi Koro and One, which is like a pretty good game. It's mm-hmm. it's substantial enough that you're doing things, but it's not you can like still have a conversation. Like it's like right in the sweet spot of being able to have a nice conversation, but also making sure everything you're getting cards when your opponents are rolling. And activating your personal sectors and stuff. So, who wants to explain space space for those people who don't know what it is? I can I can do that. Uh, it's the new hotness. It is the new hotness. Uh, it is similar to Machi Koro. Uh, it it feels like the designers played Machi Koro and said, "I think we can fix this. I think we can make this better." They took some <laughs> of the core <laughs> core elements and then they they added a couple of new things, but. At the heart of it, you have you start with twelve spaceships, and you're attempting to ship off somewhere and colonize. Uh, and 
each each hmm, ship. Is that the flavor text? Yeah, it's the theme of it. Oh, yeah. Okay, I would have read those, that differently. Those super, <laughs> I haven't read the flavor text. Those at super all. the the yellow victory point cards. Theme's not important. They like game. kill the the spa, the spot. Oh. That's you turning your ship into a colony. Like it's turning it into buildings, so it's not flying anymore. Okay. Yeah. I thought we were like nice. ground control for some drone wars, and mm. we're just like activating sectors to like. Smash well, I like your things. theme. I like uh, your theme. Thank you. I, it's very violent. As you can tell, it's very thematic. Uh, <laughs> Cody has a happier take on the <laughs> there's, theme. There's there's pictures of spaceships. Uh, it kind of looks like Kerbal Space Program a little bit. The art style. Um, so and not the, in a good way, in my opinion. But <laughs> <laughs> so each of the uh, each of the twelve cards represents one. No, I guess it would be two through ten. No, it's one through ten. So you're rolling yeah, dice in this game. Yeah, one through twelve. Twelve. Yeah. And then so when somebody rolls the two d six, uh, let's say they roll a one and a two, uh, that person can choose to activate their one and two space or their three space. They can add them together, and uh, everybody can do that. Uh, you all start with just basically your own ships that you can only activate. But whenever you upgrade a number, the existing number gets flipped up and added to sort of your archive on that number that activates on other people's roles. So it starts very just you're doing what you're doing. But very quickly, it turns into anytime anybody rolls, you're activating stuff and everybody's activating and adding income and adding money. And and it it's a race to like 40 victory points. Um, which it's it seems like a lot until four minutes before the end of the game, where right. you quickly realize, oh, everybody's just going to start chunking out victory points in the next three right. four turns. So one of the one of the interesting game mechanics in this one is you lose your entire bank. I love that every turn, every time you buy something, yeah. Uh, your your actual bank goes down to whatever your income is. So on your turn, uh, if you haven't spent any money, it goes away unless you're you've gotten your income up high. So so. The two markers always have to come meet at the end of your turn, which is a really interesting mechanic because you need to get your income I don't think up. that's true. I, uh, if you, you can choose not to spend your money and then it doesn't go away. Right. It doesn't but go away. But when you're mm. making decisions to buy certain ships, you're like, is it worth it? Like, I'm going to lose. If it costs yeah. this yes. much money, I'm, I'm going to lose. Five right. Yeah. I'll just right. save it up. Yeah. yeah so you have to decide whether you're balancing money, like actual money in your bank, income, mm. and then victory points. Yeah. Which I really liked. And right. what do you think of the game? I love the game because Whoa. it's an engine builder, and that's my favorite thing about it. Um, although I usually can kind of see what a, what's a good engine when I start. This was my first time playing it, and I absolutely fell on my face with it. But what was the player count? Uh, four. Five? I think we played four. Four or five. One you can just mean Alex, I think. Yeah. Uh, and. I w ended up just going for this very silly thing of like upping everything so like I could raise the numbers on the dice and then my 12 if I was able to roll like five twelves, me personally roll five twelves, then I would win the game and it happened yeah the, <laughs> uh, it's it's that like wait you won I won yeah. you won with a you win card yeah yes, you win card it has that it, 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 it does a good job of creating these moments and then one of those moments is the first time anybody looks at sort of the advanced cards and you see that the effect of one of the advanced cards just says you win right. or like or it might happen somewhere in the game where somebody flips that over and now it's available and you're like what what do you whoa okay what do you have to do to win and it's it's absurd but you manage to pair that with a couple other things to sort of create a little engine to turn out 12s for yourself and i had a terrible engine up to that point like i was oh, not yeah. get, i was so far behind everybody there was no hope and then there was a glimmer I think my favorite engine is one of the cards that's like, 
if you roll this sector, then take one card from level two and what, like two cards from level one and one card mm. from level two, because mm-hmm. you're just constantly like changing things out. Yeah. And my other favorite thing about it to like game the probability is that you can split up the dice. Like that's very different from Majikoro. So the one through six end up getting triggered a whole lot more than seven Mm. through twelve. And then everyone gets to choose. I the first time I played it, I misread the instructions and I thought that if I'm rolling and I rolled, you know, one and a four and I chose to activate five, everyone had to activate five. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize until the second time we played it that anyone individually can choose what Mm. they want. Yeah. yeah, it it plays way different. At so I played two and five. At five, there's going to be four people rolling dice in between your turn. Uh, so if you want everything on, you want to make everything so that when other people are rolling, you get it. Right. And at two, you're rolling half of the time. So you know you might not want to yes. do that. So like mm. it plays way different. Uh, and it's an interesting thing when you play it at two players. You're like, wait, like I'm rolling dice all the time. Uh, because when I first sat down to the game, my first thought was. Oh, this game's going to be absolutely terrible because I I hate games that have a long wait in between my turn, and I especially hate it with dice when you're just watching other people roll dice because like you're doing nothing. Mm-hmm. And then you know Nick started explaining it, and I was like, oh, I get to do something on my turn, and like right. instantly that made the, that made it way better. And I was like, why doesn't every game do this? You're usually never not doing something. You're actually engaged because you have yes. to see yeah. if you're doing yeah. something, yeah. which is really if, nice. At, at the choices. very least, you're adding two numbers together. Right. Yes. Which <laughs> yeah. And then maybe you just look disappointed after you've done that right. small <laughs> amount of math. <laughs> I mean, what other game are you doing that when it's not your turn? Like that's that's a great mm. that's great. Is that how Machikora is? I don't even know. Machikora is it's that, but you're not adding them together. So okay. somebody just rolls it. Okay. Yeah, Machikoro is interesting because you don't start with you don't start with anything and so this uh i've listened to board game design lab too much uh because i don't actually design games uh but i enjoy the discussion about designing games and one of the things that he keeps repeating on there is find out where your game starts to be fun and just start the game there and so Machikoro takes forever for you to have an engine or any right. sort of fun. That's really and this slow. game is like every time you roll, you're doing something. And then very quickly, when other people roll, you're going to be doing something. So I like that about is it. Is that like how in Catan with the tournament rolls, you get to start with the city? I'm sure whenever that's I why teach, it's like that. Whenever yeah. I teach people Catan, I always tell them they start with the city because huh. that first roll, you can get to resources and be like, this is awesome. I get, I'm getting paid. Mm-hmm. Um, I was kind of bummed that you didn't have access to more dice. I thought you loved it, Shelby. I did. I do. But I also love dice a lot. Um, So Mm. I thought there should be more. That's why if... Have we cataloged this game? Is it still in the new section? The newly added? Because I would not put it... It is. It's in the newly added. I would not say it's a dice game. I mean, it is. It's a card game. It's It's a card game. But it's definitely a dice game. There's only two dice. But you're rolling the dice the whole time. Right. But I feel like if it's a dice game, it needs at least six. Like... Half of the actions are rolling dice. In fact, more than half of the actions are rolling dice, right? Is, right. This, is this gatekeeping? <laughs> are you gatekeeping good dice I games th- right now? I think I am. Uh, yeah, so let's talk about negatives because I've got some negatives. Oh, all right. I Fire think, away. I think the art is – I'm not going to say the art is bad, but the art paired with the information you're supposed to be deciphering is not good in my opinion. It's way too busy. Art or, icon- or iconography? Um yeah, design none of it's, or none art? Of it's great. All of it together is 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 bad. Is what I'm saying is mm. the art is so colorful and so busy, and the iconography is like colorful and kind of in the same style. Like the coins are kind of cartoon. Like it's just hard for me to like decipher. And when I teach new people, like it it feels like they're thinking harder about what the cards are saying yeah. than they need to. Like the iconography is not like terrible, but paired with the art is what I'm saying is 
I can see how it can be not great, seen as a kind of busy. Um, I wish with the iconography and the colors, it was a little more because everything like has like if it's blue, you do it on your turn. If it's mm. green, you do it on anyone's. Anyway, but some of the things where you're like, if you roll this on your turn, grab a little cube and put it on here, and then if anyone else rolls it, then you can activate it. Like I think that gets confusing. Like the color and the iconography for yes. things that you're supposed to do on your turn versus everyone else's turn, especially if you have to like activate it before you can actually use the action. Mm -hmm. yeah. The other negative I've seen is the game can be, I don't know what the correct word, like the game has wild swings or it has just like imbalances is not the word I'm looking for, but what I'm trying to say is like one person can just like run away with the game. Well, uh, I actually was going to say that that's a thing that it does better than Machi Koro. Because Machi Koro is just... Tuna bow. Yeah, it's just... It's sort <laughs> of once you get a lead in Machi Koro, then you're just like... You're the if, if you're the guy in table tennis that like one guy is like twenty feet behind the table just like trying to save <laughs> and you're the guy that's just at the at just at the table, just smashing it straight down <laughs> and so that's Machi Koro but this game has this game has random weird cards like right. you win so you can be getting destroyed yeah. you're like well I'm gonna try to do that stupid thing yeah and some and uh, as far as I can tell it seems to work often like i mean yeah i've heard now from multiple people including Ali and dryden say that they were losing and then they got the u-win card yeah uh, but i knew going in all he told me that he got a u-win card and one when he had no business winning i quickly got an income card so my income was 15 while everyone else's was like sub three mm. and then i also got a card that i flipped over to my seven that said uh whenever it's powered uh everyone lose two victory points and I was playing a five-player game when this happened, so that means the chances of someone rolling a seven when there's four people. Yeah, and that's so. It seems so counter to the game. I don't know why that card's in that game. It didn't feel great stealing <laughs> twelve victory points from Floyd and like. Wait, was yeah. it stealing or was it? No, like, it wasn't stealing. Just they just lost them. them. But I had yeah. an engine, so it was like I was gonna win. Like they were just sitting there playing. I was like, well, we have to wait till Scott wins. Um, and then the U win card came out, and it was on the twelve. And then another another card came out that said move something from the twelve, you know, move something. That's oh, the that's and, so nice. And so you could move it to the one, which would be really good. But I immediately bought the UN card, so no one else could. Like, oh, like move the twelve to something to the one. Oh, so if you move my. a twelve to a one, yeah, which is super powerful. Like ones get rolled all the time. Yeah, because all the, the all the effects on the like ten, eleven, and twelve are really good because they're yes. not going to happen very often. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the the so, thing I'll say about this is it's short enough that hopefully. Hopefully, uh, someone will win, and then you can play again. Mm -hmm. Can we talk about uh, something completely different? A, a t can I spin off of Space Base and sure. do a new game? That's I was Space also Base. thinking of doing that. Uh, Noosefjord. Can we talk about this game we just played that Shelby was supposed to play, but then I had to go somewhere right after oh, this, so then I... I, sure. I yeah, so you sorry you haven't played this yet, Shelby. No, that's totally fine. Uh, you can be the official question asker when we aren't clear about things. Oh, great. So Noosefjord, Shelby, is Uwe Rosenberg's new game. It is a one to five player game that takes 20 minutes per player. In this game, you are running a fishing company in the fishing village, Newsfjord. Um, it's a completely worker placement. You get three workers or seven rounds. You get 21 actions all game. That's it. Uh, unlike Fields of Arleigh and Caverna and a lot of his more Odin Feast, a lot of Uwe's more recent stuff, it is not a resources for everyone game. Choose your own, play by yourself game. It is a very... Uh, restricted 
Uh, there's not enough actions. There's not enough resources for people game. It's got Is the it? Uwe shackles in such a good way. Um, I really enjoy it. Does that feel like kind of like Agricola? Yeah. Oh, it feels a lot like Agricola. Only if a two-player game of this can take, you know, 30 minutes as opposed to an hour and a half. Um, the other thing you do besides place workers, uh, and there's buildings you can build just like in every Uwe game, is you get your income. And the way you get your income is interesting because um, the first thing you do when you get your income is you have to pay for certain cards to upkeep. The second thing you do is you have shares in a fishing company. So you start with two shares in your own company, and you can issue shares of your company. But other people can buy your shares. So if you bought a share of mine, the second thing I do in my income phase is I pay you first for that share that you have. So if my income is three, I have to pay you one of my fish for owning one of my shares before I pay off my own shares to get my income for the Do term. you have to offer your, is that something that If I someone can buys do? your share, you're, they're gonna get paid first before that person does. Uh, so it's got a really interesting sh uh, issue and buy share mechanic, uh, which is not like the only part about the game, but it's a big mechanic and people were, uh, there was some trepidation about Uwe adding that kind of mechanic to his game and I think he did it, I think it works really well. Uh, and he really incentivized the game uh, to issue shares that if you don't, like you're going to score a bunch of negative points. And um, like I said, 21 turns, a, a good score in this game is 35. Uh, I've seen a lot of 24s. So like you're literally scoring one victory point per, per action, like basically. Mm. Yeah, the, the income generating engine was complicated. It was quite complex for, yes. for having two. It only has two resources in money. Like to make that complicated like I don't think you can pair something as as challenging as what this game has with the fish generating with if you had a whole bunch of resources it would be too much but because it was just the two resources is it fish shares and money uh, fish, fish and wood, wood. are the oh, two okay. resources fish, wood and money and then you have shares that yeah. in your company that sort of float around a little bit and the money and the gold are victory points um, and the fish are actually what you get paid like the fish is the economy uh, that you use shares for. Yeah, you send out boats, and then your boats come back in with fish, and you dish it all out to everybody. But, like, whatever you have left after you've dished it out, did you say this? I left the room for two seconds. Yes. Yeah. So so it just ends up in this place, and it's so hard to get. Oh. You have to, you I have to spend. I didn't say that. You have to spend actions to take your fish from a, a totally unusable place and put them into your personal supply that you can actually use them to do stuff with. So... There's like three more steps than you would like yeah. you would typically see in a resource generating mechanic. So because Cody's, it's just the one resource. What Cody's saying, because Shelby's looking a little. After I pay out my foreign That's shares, just my face. like after I give you, <laughs> after I give you the fish for the shares that you bought of mine, I then put fish on my shares. Th that will go to my supply, and if I don't have any other shares, like and I get have more fish income, then that goes into my reserve, and I. I guess I don't understand the, if I have my company. Yes. Do I get anything if you buy a share of my company or yes. do I have to let you? You so when you the reason you issue a share and that's what I said is why would you issue a share? The reason you issue a share is cuz you get uh, you get negative 1 for every share you don't issue. In addition, when you issue a share, you get two gold, which is two victory points and yeah. also gold is one of the big resources in the game. And and in a game where sometimes you only score one victory point per turn, that act of scoring three victory points, losing yes. your negative plus getting two gold is really valuable. Yeah. I feel like I undervalued it when we played. Yeah, and two gold is way more valuable than, uh, you know, a fish every mm -hmm. two or three. You know, it depends on, you know, the earlier you issue a share, the more that's going to pay out over time. Right. I mean, it's fun little dividend because, like, Cody bought one of Melissa's really early and every turn, like, for five turns, Melissa was like, here's your fish, Cody, and she just threw it across the table. Yeah. 
She was she was a little cavalier with the fish. <laughs> I was, she was, she was a little Swedish chef about yeah. it, yeah. right? He he threw he threw. And this, for the record, sounds like he named this game. Newsfjord. Newsfjord. Well, he and has fields Like he he names yeah. stuff after, <laughs> you know. I like the the Norwegian thing to it. Uh, Dryden, what are your impressions? Yeah, what are your thoughts, Dryden? Um, I, I I'm gonna say I sound like broken record here, uh, but I really liked the game because it's an engine builder, and uh, that's my favorite kind of game. And you could see a lot of different pathways to victory through. There, you're also managing this forest that is can get you wood so that you can build ships and uh, buildings, but it also occupies space that you can put the buildings on. So you're kind of fighting with the forest and you're trying to bring in the fish and there's so few actions and it's just really fun to see to look out at this board and read all these cards and see which ones can kind of go together well which ones will benefit me the most so Hmm. that's that's what that's what i really enjoyed about this is like putting together your little village yeah, because there's variable buildings that come out every game and variable elders that come out every game, which is a right. mechanic we probably don't need to dive too into. Like it's for as short of a game as it is, and I think this is the I think this is the selling point to the game. For as short of a game as it is, it's highly complex. Like the strategy right. and tactics of it are are way heavier than the time of the game would imply. Um, the box looks like it's going to be tiny, and then it's like 40 pounds. Yeah. It's so heavy. <laughs> uh, but it's great. It's it's a lot of cardboard, and it's it's fun. It, you really don't have very many actions. Every every turn, you you really feel like one of my – I have to get something done. Like, I have to – like, you. Ha- I hate wasting a turn, and they're just turns where you have to waste, and it feels awful. Right. But sometimes you just have to do really boring, un ungood things. That's not, that's not English. Do you have the time to do that, though? It's double no. no, that's no. that you don't. No. It never. It does not give you enough time. It, it feels like Agricola in that way where yeah. you, you do not have enough actions to do all the stuff you want. Like, I'd see a strategy that take about six turns, and I was like, nope, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm just going to play the short term and get some fish. Yeah. Um, so that's the crazy thing about this game is, you know, like Dryden said, it is, it's an engine builder, but you never get your engine built. Um, mm-hmm. And kind of what you were saying, Cody, uh, I taught Heaven and Ale last time we recorded. Yes. And I taught this game quicker. And mm-hmm. this game isn't complicated in what you're doing. It's just the strategies and how everything interacts with each other end up becoming really complicated um, very quickly in a good way. Not like this is mm-hmm. too over my head. Um, but it's funny, you, uh, Dryden, that you mentioned the clearing the trees. Because that's a mechanic that's in a lot of his, like, oh, those thousands of resources for everyone. This is a four-hour game. Uh, he's just, like, I feel like this game could only be made by someone who's been making games for 10 years. And he just, like, picked and, and chose, like, little mechanics, threw them in there, and there's not too much of this, and there's not too much of that, and there's not too mm. much. Like, this is, like, very refined, and it's a very distilled experience. Um, and one of the things I love about this game is... Because there's buildings and stuff and there's different combinations and because it's a worker placement game where your actions on the board are really important and you can screw people over, this game rewards risk. Like it rewards Mm. like taking an action like I did, which was issuing a share with my second worker, leaving the room, hoping no one would come back, came back, no one bought my share. So then I issued a share on my last action for that round and then I was starting player next round so I could immediately then buy those two shares and all of a sudden I had nine shares. 
Um, it it rewards risk, and if you fail miserably, if your engine sucks, um, it's pretty short game. And especially like two and three players, it's really short. Mm. What's um, the max? Five. It's it's five. five. Yeah. I feel um, like that's becoming more popular lately. I yeah. like I like five player game. I I, I I have a hard time picking up a game if it's only going to go two to four. Yeah, this one this one could take, and it depends on who you who you play with too. Because when I played this two two players with Peter, like first the the first time we played was like thirty five minutes, and the second time was like the same. But there was two other people, and we were chatting with them at the table. Like mm. it doesn't. And I played a, a single player version of this game by myself in twelve minutes. And I was you, the solo variant. Yeah, I was going to say if you want to know if I like this game, it's the first time I've ever played a game by myself. Yeah, well, like, the like, the real Scott Seal of Approval, you bought this game. Oh, yeah. Like, this is the first game I bought in forever. I, I, I mean, clan, you buy clans, but you didn't even know that game was good yet. You just you bought no, it off of Ryan I, Metzler's I, recommend. I, I trusted Metzler that that game was going to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, and that one seemed right up my alley because I really like Terra Mystica. Yeah. And this one I bought after playing it, but I still bought a game, which is like a once or twice a year occasion. Like, I I really, really enjoy it. And it's in the library at Spielbound. Uh, I don't even really know any negatives other than the the board where you take your actions, where you actually place your workers, is is way too small. And sometimes those actions you can place two or three workers on, so then like you cover up the yeah. text. Is of, it too small because you were using ye- Lego people? No, no. Legos actually have smaller footprint. Legos are smaller because really? they're yeah. discs. They're giant. Yeah. Di- like, but you we can did stack the discs. That's true, but you're still like covering up all the like some yeah. of them are. Yeah, it's just too small. And in a game. Where there's so much else in the box, it just feels like they could have yeah. printed a Make full a size board. Made a folded one. I don't know. Mm-hmm. What did you think, Cody? What's your? I mean, I think it's very good. Uh, like you said, it's it's uh, crunchy, complicated. Mm-hmm. I love the word crunchy. It's crunchy. We had a debate one time you were on here about what does crunchy even mean, right? That's true. It just it's more of a feeling than a meaning. It I'd really like. is. It really is. Uh, so and I th- I'm sure it's a good game. I, I I need to play it more to say yes, this is a good game. But everything about it seems right. Like unless unless some broken strategy emerges in the first couple of months that you know, they missed in playtesting. I mean, it ships it ships with um, three different decks of cards that you can use, um, and you can't see all the cards in one play anyway, um, which is good. And then. Like Agricola, the first thing you're gonna do is what? Like, what's the first turn that everyone always takes? The very beginning of the game. I haven't played it enough to know. Play an occupation, right? Like that's the most powerful thing you Cause can in, do. Because because that's the the only way to build an engine is if you play. Well, it's the only way to like make yourself more powerful than the start of the game. And in this one, you could get wood so that you can build a boat first and get better income, or you could issue a share to get gold. And or you could be the first one with an elder, yeah, and yeah. and, and it, the first couple of rounds, only one or two people are going to be able to do each thing, right? So you're you're very diverse after the first couple right. of rounds. Does and the board change depending on how many people are playing? Yes, yeah. there mm-hmm. there are more actions, but it's it's tighter at five than it is at um, you know three or two. And then once you start four and five, there's literally an invitation space which gets introduced, which is copying another action. Um, which I didn't love in terms of feeling like it was limited because like Dryden pointed out one time, he was like, well, you could have taken that action for me, but I could use imitation space. Like it just gives you a safety net. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, I don't like safety nets. Like I want you to crash and burn. Well, when you play it, when you play it in the future, Scott, just grab that spot really early in a round unnecessarily. Yeah. 
Yeah, take, I mean, take I think remove I, the net, right? Yeah, that's a legit strike. Well, mm -hmm. like there were a couple of times when you used your elder to take an action that yeah. was on the board, and I was like, it seems like more Scott's playstyle to just take it away from right. somebody else. But the elders give you usually the action is going to be better if you use one of your own elder spaces, and then you're going to get a fish, which you might get back. Yeah, it. Oh, and you take that away from somebody yeah. else. Like it's a surprisingly complicated game for how you know easy it is to explain. Like. Mm -hmm. I agree. Um, right now, I would put it also at an eight with heaven and ale, just to see where they line up with each other. Ultimately, yeah. Like I don't know which one's better. Yeah, heaven and ale is a new hotness that'll be played for six months, and this game will be played by whatever ten well, years later. Well, this this game is played by heavier gamers, and heaven right. and ale is played by families that play and, games. And I should clarify yeah. that I didn't buy this game to play uh, five players at. You know, my next game. I bought this game because the two-player game is really good. Yeah. Um, and my wife and I played a lot of games two-player. And, you know, this one's going to be a really good decision-making one for us. Well, I think it's time to move on, Tori. Because we're going to have a short episode this time. And I think it's time to play 20 questions. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Are you all ready? Mm -hmm. Did you just see my phone? No. Okay. Uh, so y'all get 20 Dry, questions. Do you, know how to, do you know what we do with 20 questions? You try to guess a board game that mm -hmm. Cody's thinking I of. Have, I have the BGG page pulled up on Hopefully my phone Hopefully he right doesn't now. change it. Uh, it is up. I have chosen. It has been chosen. So who's asking the first question? Oh, my gosh. I'm so bad at this game. I just like to preface. My finger is, is nowhere it, near the pulse. Uh, is it zombie, pirate, <laughs> city building, <laughs> Or fantasy themed, zombie pirate city building or fantasy themed. <laughs> <laughs> that feels like more than one question. That's because Scott's Scott's a min max. No, because if he says yes, then we still have to like spend two uh, questions. That's true. No. Hmm. Um. Is. <laughs> It a game in Spielbaum's library. Yes. Would you characterize it as strategically heavy? Uh, strategically heavy. Yes. Uh, can I get a clarifying, Scott? Did you include space in your themed question? I did not. I don't hmm. think. What, you think it's space phase? I can't <laughs> ask the question because I know it's going to be a ruined uh, question. So Cody said, yes, it's strategically heavy. Yeah. yeah. That's not space based. Well, I still think it's space based. So. Right. Um, so I think one of the problems when we play this game is we jump around. So I want to try to stick on theme. Am I right? Like, that's a good idea, right? Mm -hmm. um, is it space... What are some other themes? Is it ancient? Did we get ancient in there? Space, ancient, economic, or superhero themed. I'll say... See, the, tr the trick with this is that I'm going to lead you astray when I answer this honestly, but I'm going to do it anyway with this in an attempt to not. Yes. So I said space, ancient, economic, economic or superhero. superhero. Um, K. 
can it play more than four? Yes. Are there dice? No. Space base is out. Dang it. I'm glad I didn't ask. No, he didn't ask, is it a dice game? Because that would have left some gray area. (laughs) Good question. Is it space themed? No. Dang it. Didn't you already ask that? Yeah, well, but we—I yeah, was trying we to narrow it down. Oh, so it's economic, ancient, or superhero? But Cody thinks that is a—that is a misleading theme um, for what that means. Did it? Was it published in 2010 or later? Yes. Every game was published in 2010 or later. So. <laughs> That's not true. Mira wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> Dryden. So up. we know it's economic, it? ancient, superhero, four plus, no dice, 2010 or later. No dice. Um, In other words, we don't know any mechanics. No, we don't know any mechanics. Did he say it's heavier strategy? Mm-hmm. And it's not city building, but it might be economic. So for the record, on a scale of one to five, I would categorize heavier to be three plus. Wow. Okay. That's heavy. Heavier. That's heavy. Er. Like what would you categorize I, as a three? Game? I don't know. It, from your personal scale, that's fine, but BGG scale is really out of whack. Yeah, like some stuff. Maybe like a two and a half, like the top half of weight. Um, <clears throat> is it? Here we go. Is it an? Uh, is there an auction mechanic? No. No. Is it well? Wor- well I'm going to check the official BGG because we might. Okay. BGG disagrees with me. The board game geek says there is. I say there's not. That should maybe be revealing. <laughs> it isn't to me, but it should be. Is there worker placement? No. How many questions? That was 10. You were not doing well. Um, (laughs) We we kind of don't really have a theme, even though. Yeah. You pretty narrowed it on theme and uh, and mechanic there. Sorry. It's either ancient, superhero, or economic. Is that where we're at? Uh Yes. I think it's probably ancient. And it has a... Don't uh, ask ancient and economic. Mechanic. Hmm. But Cody doesn't think it does. Is it um, about pyramid building or? <laughs> he would know that was an auction. <laughs> Is that? I mean, I guess that's true. Okay. I pretend I didn't ask that. Rejected. Okay. He um, just played Concordia. Is there, uh, is there auctions in that? Is it is dice in that? <laughs> a game that we've talked about today? Not today, no. Not today, Shelby. Not today. Not today. Not today. Ooh. Heavier strategy, four plus, no dice, 2010 plus. Auctions according to BGG, no worker placement. Not today. Is I take notes on the questions otherwise. Is it my turn to ask a question? Yes. <laughs> okay. Is it a game that we have played together? You and I have played it together, yes. 
Well, now you're on the clock. I feel a little bit like it might be Pillars of the Earth, but we haven't talked about it today, and we had talked about that today. So um, I can we, see how. Did we talk about it today? We talked about Pillars of the Earth duel today. Mm-hmm. For like two seconds. For, oh. Yeah. For, yeah. Oh. I can see how Pillars of the Earth is is like technically action, although, yeah, but not doesn't really feel like it. Yeah, I'm gonna try to get theme. Is it, um, is it ancient themed? See, what does that mean? Ancient has to. It be, doesn't list themes on board game geek, I so I don't have a hard time. Has to be yeah, it does. Like they Roman call it like or earlier. Okay, is I would, that, I would agree with that. A what Roman Empire or earlier? Yeah, it's. I'll like, say yes. It's to like ancient. Colosseum and. I'll like, say yes. Yes to ancient. Okay, so that doesn't rule out Pillars of the Earth or Concordia. Doesn't it? Doesn't rule out Pillars of the Earth. Pillars of the Earth is medieval. Is that that's not ancient? I think that would. Is it? I think that. I guess after. I don't know. Cody helps out. No, yeah. Because medieval is like. Oh no! I'm not going to help you out there. 800 BC. Um, oh my God! Now we're getting into historical yeah. knowledge. We're all no, bad no. at timelines, so um, let's move it's on. Probably, <laughs> it's probably also economic for what it's worth. Like, so that was your question, right, Scott? Well, apparently, it was a bad question. So you said yes, it is ancient. I said yes to ancient. Okay. Um, does Concordia? No. How many players are Concordia? I think it's not five plus. It doesn't have dice. Does oh, Pillars of the Earth is only four, so it's not Pillars of the Earth. Oh, um, yeah. It's not worker placement. It's uh, and that's it? worker placement. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't fit in any way. A oh, he said not worker placement. Deck builder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is worker. Is it a deck builder? Is yeah. that what yes? Uh. No. Okay. Well, can't be Concordia then, right? I don't know. I would, what I would agree is. with that. Because Concordia, has, Concordia like, has a deck that you built. Well, it's like. Yeah. You're built. Yeah. Yeah. It's deck building, I think. Maybe not technically. I would have had to waffle if it was Concordia. True. Hmm. Can't be Emotep. That's what I keep thinking over and over again. That's only four. Oh, that's right. Is the five flesh should be a big hint. Is camel up you considered all, ancient? I will say you all, when you think ancient, you always go to the same places. In like, the earth was the exact same size that time period too. Like, like ancient. Everybody's like ancient Egypt. Like, oh, that's true. Like, like the rest of the planet existed exist. at, that, at that same time. That's like, true. It could be Spirit <laughs> of the Rice Paddy, which I could think be Star Wars. Ancient. That was a long, long time ago. <laughs> It was very. <laughs> I don't, how did how did clue help? I'm confused. What? But no, that would be a space theme. You would have had to say yes. Yeah, we would have oh, to yeah, say yes yeah, to yeah, space. Yeah, yeah. That's and, fan, and fantasy. Yeah, that's yeah. such a discussion to have. Why do we all do that? I don't know. It's stupid. I blame George Lucas. I blame the education system. Dryden, uh, next question. Okay, so we know it's not worker placement. There are no dice. What do we? Uh, not a deck builder. An auction mechanic, sort of. According to Board Game Geek, but Cody really thinks not. I've played it with him, so that is pretty limiting. That's pretty limiting. Mm-hmm. You've played Stone Age with him? Yeah, but that has dice and its worker placement. Have you played Coliseum with him? I don't think so. You never played Coliseum? Well, dang it, that one fit. Five plus, ancient, hmm. no dice. Rome. We've really traveled a long ways away <laughs> from from Egypt now. Yeah, but well, we, it could also be some. Kind we can get of there like in a canoe, but that's fine. Peasanty. <laughs> There's dice rolling on that one. There's a dice. Yeah, I think so. It's annoying. Like anything with like peasants or 
Could be the village. What about? Isn't like technically Newsyord ancient? But oh, yeah, it could be. Or anything in that area? Yeah, it clans could be. or Agricola. Oh, I, I haven't. But I haven't played Agricola or Agricola. I don't know how it's pronounced. I think we should ask: Is it a Uwe and a Stefan or a Steffenfeld game? Ooh, is it an Uwe or a Steffenfeld game? No. I don't think that was a bad question. I think it's because it was you. I don't mind. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm out of things. To have ask. you played this game with me? Yes. Okay. Dryden, what games have you played? Because <laughs> that that go. Venn diagram can't There's be that big. There's the Venn big. diagram. Yep. You two just <laughs> compare games you've played. I mean, we ruled out Stone Age because I know we both played Stone Age. Yeah. Seven Wonders couldn't be because there's no dice. There's no dice. It's not an auction, but I I I think that it's definitely not an auction. Over four. My um. We've played Viva Java. We have four questions oh. left. Oh yeah, we have played Viva Java. I mean, we need to get away from uh, like obviously. Is that Shakespeare things. five plus? Have you played Shakespeare? I have played four. Shakespeare, but that wouldn't be. Cody's <laughs> helping us now. He's like, I gotta go, guys. <laughs> Is it? Um, once you ask if it's a specific have you guys played Pandemic Iberia is that technically ancient is that too modern I don't I, know I don't know does it play like anything like normal Pandemic five um, have you played that kind of I have, I've played normal Pandemic but he yeah. hasn't played Iberian. Iberian is five I believe but it is it. I love that game okay. it's not Feld it's um, not Uwe it's not you don't typically play heavy games with Cody I mean right you guys play lighter games right? it depends is it um, I mean I play them with him, but like when he's playing with my family, we usually go lighter. Is it, uh, is the age range? <laughs> you really want to ask that question? Yeah, you do. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't played Brussels. Bro- yeah, said it's a, it's a higher strategy game. Is a low end. Could it be considered a family game? Would we find yes. it in family games? But it's heavy strategy, and there are no does it, A game can be a not very complicated and highly strategic. Oh, that's true. Sushi go. Uh, it can't be Yokohama. <laughs> it can't be Clans of Caledonia. Where to Dryden, you, you all have three questions left. You each get one more question. Oh, man. Oh, have you played Scythe? I have not played Scythe. That's not ancient, though, is it? Is Viticulture ancient? Yeah, that's like alternate history. No. I haven't played that, so. Yeah, Scythe is that. specifically in the 1920s. Oh, right, right. I mean, we didn't even get any game mechanic. Whatever. Yeah, you guys, you sort of got into one, and you got a vague game mechanic. It's just hard. You could probably get the game off of that one mechanic. if you I really feel like in the future, it. our first question should be, is this game... Ameritrash, and if the answer is no, then we don't go for theme. Then oh, we yeah, go for that's probably a good one. If the answer is yes, then mm-hmm. we go for theme. Like I yeah. shouldn't have gone for theme. I, yeah, that was. You have one question left, Scott. Is it my turn? Yes. What did you just ask? Dryden? Oh no, Dryden has a question. I think yeah, I think yeah, he's got one, and then I've got one. Yep, you each have one question left. Dang it. And then we can guess. Was the the first question that he asked 
had the four, and was fantasy in the first one? Or yes, the, fantasy mm-hmm. was. So fantasy it's not fantasy, fantasy at all. Okay. I was kind of thinking days, but is there an area control mechanic? Nope. <laughs> Glad you thought about that. I had to think about it. So is that 20? That is 18. Did we play this game at Pretzcon? No. I have an idea. What? It might be that it might be that game with the the pirates and your Libertalia? Like, no. Well. Um. Could be, but I was thinking of the game where you're like you're on a pirate ship mm. and you're like flying around. it's like sky Celestia? Something. No, it's there's like all these islands and I have to end it. I honestly have no idea what to ask. Ask him if he's played it. <laughs> Did you um, already ask pirate theme? Did huh. we? I don't know. I don't um, think pirates would be ancient either. Is it in a tin box? It is not in a tin. Well. All right, y'all get one guess. Concordia. No. Um. I have no idea. <laughs> My guess didn't work. I keep thinking Camel Up Super Cup. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Camel Up Super Cup? It's not Camel Up <laughs> Super <laughs> Cup. Um, does it have dice? It, do- it yeah. does. I would assume. It does. I haven't mm-hmm. played Super Cup. Um, how about Deus? Uh, no. I will say, uh, for half credit, Dryden used all of the words of the title in his, in his last uh, trying to figure it out when you were like thinking about a pirate game in your description of that pirate game you used all the words in the title of this game Island S- Sky Island Sky <laughs> oh Island my god sky. I was so close with the Norway yeah. I was like, like oh. you were like are there clans is there like, I was like you're, get, you're getting oh. close <laughs> See, I, don't, I don't like Isle of Sky so I don't think about it very much oh that yeah. one's hard because the mechanics are like it's a bidding mechanic and it's yeah, a like price it's, setting. It's, it's, it's definitely technically auction depending upon how you look. It's also hard because mm-hmm. the game did not have a theme. Like it is an ancient yeah. themed it's game. Ancient technically, okay. and I actually was thinking economic when you said themed, but right. So I I'm glad in my mind I've crystallized that we need to ask: Is it a Meritrash? <laughs> the answer is yes. Mm. You go hard after theme. If the answer is no, then you go after mechanics. So the reason I brought that up is because we now have the expansion for that in the store. It's not in the like, game library, but it is for sale here. Have you played it? I haven't played the expansion yet. Mm. Hopefully this weekend. Yeah. Maybe I'll try to join you. While drinking of Isle of Sky. Scotch. You don't have the expansion though, right? No. Oh. Nick will make it does though. Hopefully Nick or Caleb yeah. or Nick and Caleb will come. Yes. Okay. Right. Thanks, you can everybody. Reach us at Spielcast at Spielbound.org. You got it. Dryden, do you have a Twitter you want to plug? Do you have like an official uh, uh, music making thing? I have a a company called Minds Productions that you can find on Facebook or on the internet at mindsproductions.com. I'm at Cody and you Jorgensen. can have him produce stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, you could. You could hire Dryden to make the music for your I'll podcast. Mu- any music you want. That's Seriously. so great. Like, like walking <laughs> into that. the room music that you that just play so from your own perfect. device. Yeah, I've actually had people ask me for that before. Really? <laughs> yeah, like their own personal theme song. I feel like the people that are willing, that want that, is does not overlap with the people that are capable of paying for that. That's <laughs> very true. <laughs> I mean, let's not generalize. <laughs> but uh, I think that's fair. 
that's fair. Shelby, my, one of my favorite things about when you come on the show is you get to tell us your Twitter handle. Oh, yeah. Um, it's at Shelbo Baggins with a Z. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> I love that. I'm following <laughs> you right now. <laughs> Thanks. Also, um, you're not Elijah Woods, so I, she doesn't care about I mean, I, I will, I'll appreciate it. I'll get a notification. I'll be like, oh, that's great. Um, it's not Elijah Wood. It's, the day has not come yet. But, Elijah, if you're listening, Shreel Bound is at 3229 Harney Street. And we have some pretty sweet games. I know. Yeah, I'm sure he's a gamer. <laughs> yeah. I'm, yes. Maybe I'm we should sure. start doing that and how you can find us. Yeah. This is where our game store is. Come and try <laughs> come, check it out. Yeah. Come check it out. Awesome. Well, thanks, everybody. Thanks, Dryden. Thanks, Joe. All right. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having Play Eclipse. Thank you, Moon. Oh, Seven Wonders. <laughs> or Elijah Wood. <laughs>